Hi, and welcome to Storytime with Rabbi Yitzhiers. Hi, everyone. I am your host, Rabbi Yitzhiers, together with... Me, Yossi, his sidekick! Yay! To send much-needed donations to JRoot Radio, the address is JRoot Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. Uh, j Radio can be found on Naki Radio, and it also can be found on j And at 712-432-2444. And that also, you can call in at 718-506-9099. And you could uh, also follow the archives by following the menu at the end of the show if you would like to call in to tell us what you learned. So the number is 718-683-5858. Of course, uh, if you would like to text in for information about how to sponsor a program or to advertise, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. Also, if you would like to text in a story suggestion with all its details, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you are interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for either live storytelling or storytelling on Zoom, uh, and or if you want to hire Rabbi Yitzhak to do his famous Kayach from the Moyach show, or, or, you know, uh, or you're interested in information on how to learn martial arts lessons or Qigong energy exercises, or if you're interested in art lessons or anything of that nature, you know, uh, for more information, call 718-375-1294. The number again is 718-375-1294. Rabbi Yitzhak's CDs are in most stores, and if you have a CD that is not in the store, you can call the 718 number 375-1294 to ask for uh, the current list to be faxed or uh, emailed. Rabbi Yitzhak's books are also on sale in stores also at your local farmer's store. Okay, hope you don't mind that I did all that. No, it's quite alright, so I guess we could go straight to the story now. Well, I got here a little early, Rabbi Yitzhak's. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, why, why, what happened? Well, you know, somebody emailed a story. Really? Somebody emailed here a story? Yeah, and, and they want you to tell the story. Well, I don't know. Did I ever hear this story before? No, no. You, how could you hear it? It's written on a piece of paper. I mean, did I ever read the story before? Now you will. Here, take a quick look at it. Okay, was that quick enough? Wait a minute. I only saw the first word. That's all you need, Rabbi Herbs, when you start a story. Well, let me glance at it. I mean, if it's a story that I could... Oh, how do you like that? It's a Hanukkah-themed story. Uh-huh, that's right. It's a Hanukkah-themed story. 100%. Oh, really? So that's that's good. That's good. Oh, I like it. Mm. Oh, it happened in the 1500s. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That was even before I was born. Yes, I hope so. Mm-hmm, I see. Okay, mm-hmm. Oh, it's a very good story. I like it. So then let's get started. All right. So uh, one more time, Rabbi Herbs, just glance at this here story that somebody emailed. Mm-hmm, uh-huh, mm-hmm, uh-huh, uh-huh, mm-hmm. You got it? Okay, I got it. Our story goes back into the 1500s. It was during the time what they call 
I, I can't read this handwriting. Oh, 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 Rabbi Herbs, that, that's, you know, I, I took shorthand. I took the uh, email, and I tried to make it, like, a little smaller or something. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, okay, I'll try to decipher your handwriting. Okay, so let me start that again. It was during the 1500s. It was during the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth. And at that time period, there was what they call a great grand duke. Wow, like a great grandpappy or something. Yes. The great grand duke was the head of all dukes. He was sort of like a king. And they had smaller kings, like it would be like governors or things like that. And they were like miniature tribes or whatever it was. These smaller groups were run by people called the grand duke. And each little community or each little section had a grand duke. And each grand duke had a grand army. Right. And this army, some of them were grand and some of them were smally grand. You know, like a big piano grand, grand piano, and a small baby grand piano. Meaning some armies were big and some armies were small. Right. And some of these dukes were very nice. And some of them were very mean. That's right. And these dukes here, they had something very in common. They were related somewhere down the line to the royal family. And being that they were related to the royal family, that meant, of course, <laughs> that meant they can experience the protection of the king. So some of these dukes got a little bit carried away. And the duke that we are going to be talking about in this story, his name is Duke Edmund Kropsky. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Edmund Kropsky was a Grand Duke at that time period in the area of, let me see, what was the name of the town? What did you write over here? Oh, uh, uh, give me the paper. I'll find it when it was. It was a Polish team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yum, 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 yum. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, 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 yes, yes, yes. The name of the town was Utjan. Utjan. Is that a real town? Uh-huh. I, 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 I'm telling you, I looked it up. Uh-huh. Okay, and where is Utjan? Oh, Utjan is not too far from Vilkovich. Uh, you, you, you're pulling my leg. No, I'm not. I'm nowhere near your leg. No, no, no. I mean, seriously speaking, uh, uh, these are real places? Uh-huh. These existed during the 1500s, uh, and that these, uh, these are true places. Uh, so the story is true that you're giving me? I have no idea, but the person said it's a great story, and what do you think? Well, <laughs> Pashem, let's, we'll make it into a great story, so let's continue. So, anyways, Edmund Krupski was very mean. <laughs> Why did you spill the tea over there? But, sir, you asked me I should spill the tea inside the cup. Yes, but you poured it all the way down there. The time you bring me the tea over here, the tea will be cold, and I like hot tea. But the last time I brought you hot tea, you said it was too hot. Well, find a proper spot to be able to do it. Do it a little bit from there, a little bit from there, or whatever it is. But I want my tea hot. Hot enough that I don't burn my tongue. Hot enough that I don't say it's too cold. And hot enough that I say, mmm, good. And not hot enough that I say, ouch, you burnt me. Oh, yes, sir, whatever. Mm, uh, such a mean fellow doesn't know how to talk like a human being. What did you say? I said, I'll get you your tea. <laughs> Good thing he's hard of hearing when he screams so loud like that, you know. Mm, let me see what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, here's your tea, sir.
Now that is good. Oh, uh, 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 Georgia, uh, come over here. Yes, what is it, sir? I told you to mop the floor. I did, sir. Well, why is it working? Because you keep spilling over there. If you would stop spilling on the floor, the floor wouldn't be wet. And the problem is you keep wetting the floor, and as you wet the floor, it gets dirty, and I can't keep coming here every five seconds to wash the floor. And what do I pay you for? I'll wash the floor again, sir. Yes, your majesty, your humbleness. So as you can see from the story so far, Duke Edmund Krupski was a very mean duke. But so far, you see him being mean to his people. But he was mean to everybody. His own kind, Jewish people, there was something about him. Some people have this little crazy thing. It's called a crazy desire to have honor, to be in charge. Now, it so happens that Edmund Krupski was not necessarily the most physically fit person in the world, but he had royal power. He came from a royal family, and he wanted to show it. And boy, oh boy, did he show it. <laughs> and then one day, he was walking the streets with his soldiers all around him. Ah, let's see, what a wonderful day it is today. Ah, I smell the fresh air. You're right over there. Captain Dominic! Why is everybody gathered around over there? Sir, the reason why they're gathered around over there is, um, the people of the town of, uh, Uchan are gathering around their rabbi, Rabbi, uh, Jacob, I think it is, or as the Jewish, uh, let me try, I'll fix my teeth a little bit. Uh, Rabbi Yaakov of Uchan, this great holy man, is a very nice man. And uh, people gather around him because he's holy. They like to speak with him. They like to be in his presence. Oh, really? And why don't they like to be in my presence? I could think of about a dozen reasons. What did you say? Oh, nothing, nothing. I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> no, 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 no. I have no idea. Hmm. I could have sworn I heard you say a dozen. A dozen roses for your wife, I'll pick up. Yes, indeed. I'll pick up a dozen roses for your wife. Hmm. So you will do that also. <laughs> Dozen roses for my wife. Hmm. I want to know more about this rabbi, Yaakov of Uthian. Oh, there's really nothing to know. He's a very kind man. So kind, so beautiful. He's the nicest man you're ever going to meet. Even nicer than me? <laughs> yeah! Uh, um, um, no comment, sir. <laughs> ah, no comment. Okay, back to the palace. And when the Duke Edmund, he got back to the palace, Edmund Krupski, got back, he was pacing back and forth. Hmm. Seems to be he gathers a bigger crowd than me, and I'm the Duke. I'm the one with the power. Who does that rabbi think he is? Hmm. The nerve of him. <laughs> People gravitate around him. They magnetize him. What is he, a holy man or something? And what am I? They <laughs> uh, think I'm a, 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 a piece of garlic or something, and everybody stays away from me. <laughs> but I'm the one with the power. They have to be nice to me, because I can raise the taxes. I can lower the taxes. And you could slip on that piece of bubble gum and banana peel over there. 
What did you say? Um, nothing, sir. I was just going to clean up the banana peel and a piece of bubble gum. That's all, sir. Uh, that's all. I see. Indeed you are. <clears throat> and eventually, what began to reach him was he put out a spy to find out about Rabbi Yaakov. And his spy came back. Sir, I have some more information for you. <laughs> you pay me the money, and I give you all the information. All right, I pay you, you know that. Now, what information do you have? Well, it happens to be that this holy man, he knows the holy Torah. He's a very wise man. And Jewish people come from far and wide to ask him questions. And he always seems to have an answer. And if he doesn't have an answer, he arranges to get an answer. From where? Where does he get an answer? He sends questions by mail to other holy rabbis. And together, they can make a decision. He also gives nice advice. Really? Like what? How to brush your teeth? How to pick your nose? No, sir. Not like that, sir. Well, what does he do? What kind of advice? I'll tell you, sir. He advises people how to have... Are you ready for this? Shalom bias. Shalom bias? What's that? Oh, not shalom bias. That I don't know what that is either. Shalom bias. What is that? That's a Hebrew phrase. The Jews call it shalom bias. I found out what it means. And what does it mean? It means, are you ready for this? It means peaceful house. The people get along with each other. You understand? And sometimes, in a marriage, there are sometimes a husband and wife, they can get into an argument, sometimes brothers and sisters get into an argument, sometimes cousins and relatives and, and your friends get into arguments and everything like that, and this rabbi seems to be a peacemaker. He makes everybody so friendly and so happy. Really? So that's the Jews, huh? Oh, sir, there was one more thing that I found out. Oh, really? What else did you find out? Not only do Jewish people go there, but Gentiles go there, too. What? Our kind of people go there? Oh, yes. He's very smart. Some people go and ask him advice for business. And they listen to what he says. And those who listen, they do better business. And those who don't, they do horrible business. Really? Really? Well, uh, the other day, um, someone... So, uh, I mean, you know, like, uh, the other day... <coughs> somebody by the name of, uh, uh... Uh, um, um, uh, uh, George, I think his name was, went to the rabbi and asked him for advice. Really? What happened there? Well, uh, um, uh, it was like this. Excuse me, rabbi. You know, there's a little problem that I have. You see, rabbi, it seems to be... Yeah, um, um, you know, um, you know, um, uh, um, yes, what is it? Well, I work for this person, you know, and I would like to get a raise, but he's not the type to give me a raise, so how can I convince him to give me a raise? Well, that would depend, of course, uh, how important you are to him. I mean, what's the type of work you do for him? Well, I'm kind of very strong. And what I do is that, um, you see, uh, 
uh, I lift things for him. I, I stock things. I pick up the heavy sacks of flour, the heavy bags of potatoes, you know, all these things. Uh, I lift him. I can do the work of four people, and I save him a lot of time and money. Ah, so you have something that you could use as leverage. Although, sir, Rabbi, I don't use any leverage. I, I, I'm very strong. I just pick it straight up, Rabbi. If you like, I can show you. I can pick you up with your chair and your desk all at the same time. <laughs> no, that won't be necessary. <clears throat> but I think you have leverage in a different way. Not using leverage. Leverage, you understand what I mean? I'm not talking about that kind of leverage. I'm talking about the fact that you can actually save him money because if he has to pay so much money for you, then, uh, you know, if you quit and you give up your job, he's going to have to hire three or four other people to do your work. So I think if you ask him for a reasonable rate, uh, for a raise, I think that Be'ezus Hashem, which means God willing, he'll give it to you. You really think so? I do. Okay, Zygazund, uh, and uh, uh, good luck to you, sir. Atzlacharaba. Oh, thank you. Uh, goodbye. Uh, 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 goodbye. And, that, and that's what happens. And then there was that time when um, uh, the guy, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, let me try to remember. Please do. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll I, I remember. Edward. No, no, that's you. I, I, I think that was you. Uh, 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 Peter, right, right. Uh, uh, Peter once went to him for business advice, uh, 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 and this is what happened. Uh, uh, this is the way I remember it. Yes? What do you remember? Well, I remember it, and it went something like this. Uh, 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 um, uh, Peter went into... Rampa. You know, I thought I'd run a very important business. I import and export grain. Now, there's a possibility that I could get a whole bunch of grain from uh, the next village over. I can get it for a very reasonable rate, you know. I really can. And the person is willing to give it to me at a reasonable rate if I pay him cash up front. I wanted to know, Rabbi, what do you think? Should I do this or should I not do this? It's very interesting what you're saying. I see. But you know, come to think of it, I'm not sure if it's the best idea to do. Because did you see this crane before him? No, Rabbi, I didn't see this crane. Well, if you ask my advice, I think before you make a bargain with him and bring him cash up front, I really think you should go out there and take a look at the grain. Because why would he be selling you such grain if it's so good in a proper season for such a low rate? Unless the grain is perhaps not first quality. Or uh, maybe the grain is not of the best quality. Oh, thank you, Rabbi. That was very good. Well, very interesting. If he would have asked me, I would have given the same kind of advice. Uh, yeah, well, but the people don't come to ask you. Uh, well, well, we'll get to that later. 
And then there was the time when, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, um, uh, oh, 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 Yuri, Yuri went over to him one time also. Yeah, yeah, Yuri, very interesting. Okay, yeah, 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 Yuri, 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 yeah, uh, um, what happened with Yuri? Well, uh, you see, uh, Yuri went over to him and, and asked him, uh, he asked him very nicely, he asked him, uh, uh, to do something, you know what I mean? Really? Like what? Uh, well, Yuri asked, um, um, Yuri asked that, uh, 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 um, uh, don't be nervous in front of me. I'm paying you well. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll tell you what happened. So Yuri went over to the rabbi and he said, Well, Rabbi, let me tell you something. I heard all about you from my friends all over the place. And Rabbi, I really want your advice because I hear you give very good advice, not just to your Jewish people, but to Gentiles alike. You are very smart. You have a good insight to business. Now, I have an opportunity to buy a forest. It's a very interesting forest. It has a lot of trees. I assume that a forest has a lot of trees. <laughs> okay, and what is your question to me? What do you need from me? Oh, I have to know whether I should buy it or not. He's offered me a good price. Ah. Every time people say they offer a good price, what do you call a good price? Something that's in range, what normally would be, in just a few dollars less, perhaps, you know, maybe a few kopecks, a few rubles less? Or is it like, let's say, for example, a forest would be sold for, let's say, uh, a thousand rubles? Um, yeah, yes, okay. <coughs> Pardon me, Rabbi. <coughs> I drink too much vodka. Anyways, Rabbi, so um, uh, uh, how would I know what to do? Well, you see, if it's extremely low, like I was about to tell you, let's say the uh, normally uh, person would buy the uh, forest, uh, let's say for um, uh, 5,000 rubles, right? And uh, this time he wants to give it to you for, uh, let's say... 2,000 rubles. That's a big uh, discount. Yes, that's exactly what he wants to do. And that's why I was thinking maybe I should buy it, because then I could do a lot of good business. Well, why would he want to sell it for so low? There has to be a catch. Oh, no, 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 Rabbi. I'm not here to play catch. I'm here to have some advice uh, to be able to uh, buy the forest or not buy the forest. I didn't mean that kind of catch, not literally. <laughs> I meant that, you know, it could be that there's a hop, a catch, meaning, in this case, meaning that he's selling it to so cheap because he needs to have cash right away, but he doesn't want to tell you that the trees may be rotted or infested. Oh, I never thought about that, Rabbi. Wow. So how would I know this? Well, if you ask me, I would suggest strongly that you go and check it out. Look at the trees. Come into the forest. Examine. Tell them you like to take a sample. Tell them you like to chop down a tree. You'll pay for it. And uh, you would like to examine it. Now, if the trees are very well, then maybe, uh, you know, if they're good trees and everything, maybe it's just that this person that wants to sell you the forest wants to raise money that he needs very quickly. 
uh, perhaps he has to pay off some debt or some sort. On the other hand, if you find it's rotted, or you find that there's infestation of uh, bugs and worms, then you know why he wants to sell it so fast. He wants to get rid of it while he still can and still make a profit. So, that's my advice to you. Oh, thank you very much, Rabbi. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Zygazen, what? Uh, uh, be well, be well. You're joking. I kid you not. You pay me good money, I spy for you. <laughs> so they like him, eh? Oh, yes, everybody likes him. And that's why when you go to town, nobody goes near you. And why is that? Did you find that out? Sir, please pay me first. All right. Here is your money. Here, now you have it. Now, now tell me, why don't people gravitate near me? Why don't they come near me? One moment, sir. Let me get near this window. What are you doing near the window? Oh, it's just a quick escape pass for me. A, a, a pass? What are you talking about? Well, when you get angry, I'll be able to jump out the window, swing on the tree, jump into the bushes, and swing over there. I have a whole escape path. Don't worry. I'm, I'm a good spy. Don't worry. Really? All right, now tell me, why don't they gravitate to me? Well, sir, you're the most meanest, ruthless, toughest, and horrible ruler that ever ruled this side of the country. And that's why nobody likes you. Ha! How dare you! I am the Duke! And you're a mean guy. <laughs> really? Okay. I'll take care of that. Thank you! Oh, if you need my service again, uh, uh, call me. <laughs> it's good. I hope he needs my service again. This way I know he won't be looking to kill me for what I just said. <laughs> Goodbye! Let me just go out the window. Let me go on the tree. Let me swing over here. That's bush over here. Let me go here. Uh-oh. I think I missed one garbage can. Oh, my head. At least I'm away from him. So, everybody likes that rabbi. Hmm. Let me see. I want to see what this rabbi looks like myself. Let me get on my horse. Uh -huh. All right. Captain Dominic, come here. Yes, sir. What is it, sir? Dominic. Take a few soldiers. I want to walk through the Jewish part of our Utman, Utian town. Oh, okay. Whatever you say, sir. Sergeant, bring a couple men. Yes, sir. Whatever you say, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so the couple of horses got together. They walked very slowly into the town. <laughs> and as they came into the town... There was the Rebbe walking with some Hasidim, and the Rebbe would say, Ah, Shalom Aleichem, how are you, how are you? And the first thing that the Duke Edmund realized was, Hmm, that man always has a smile on his face. Doesn't he know that if you want people to follow you, to, con to, to, to control them, you have to be mean and tough? He's smiling. Interesting, the more he smiles the more he gets people to come around. Hmm. Excuse me, you over there. Unschuldigner, excuse me, are you talking to me? Yes, you. Oh, you? Then talk to yourself. No, I said you. That's what I said, you. No, you. 
Are you talking to me or to you? I talk to you, so don't talk to me. Talk to you. No, I mean you, although I mean me. No, I, 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 don't, don't confuse me. You're confused yourself, don't worry. Now listen here. Do you know who I am? Uh, no, uh, oh wait, I recognize you from those pajamas. Uh, uh, you're the Duke, right? Uh, yes, you, oh, oh, you're the Duke. <laughs> the mean Michigan. Oh, how are you? How I better get out of here before he blows his gasket and he's gonna blow a temper uh, tantrum and obvious me. I don't wanna be in the way when he starts throwing bananas at me, cherries and peaches and plums. I don't know what he throws. He gets very angry and then. I wanna ask you a question. Why does your rabbi smile all the time? Because uh, he's a very nice guy. Come on, there must be more to it. Uh, the Torah teaches us that uh, we should greet people with savor upon him your voice, you know, with a nice smile on the face, you know. Greet people happily, uh, speak to people nicely, and then they speak to you nicely. You never know what a good word can do for you. Yes, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're laughing uh, a laugh or it's a sinister laugh and you really mean, but I, I mean, uh, I, I have to go now. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Very interesting. Hmm. I hear what's going on. I like this rabbi very much. Everybody likes to come to him for advice. Well, I know what I have to do. I have to get rid of this rabbi. But how am I going to do that? Hmm. I don't think I could confide in my Captain Dominic. I think he likes the rabbi. Hmm. I have exactly the plan. Hmm. Oh, yes. I'll sneak out during the night. And so he waited for the clock to be ticking. Around midnight. And he went and he realized that the guards were sleeping at their post. Each guard was sleeping his own funny way. They were supposed to be awake. But this time Edmund didn't scream at them. This is one time I'm going to let you sleep without screaming at you. Because I have to sneak out of here. And he went into another country practically. And he disguised himself. And he came to a few German people. Hello there. I'm the guy who wrote to you. Oh, really? And you are the guy who wrote to me? Very interesting. And what is it that you want? Give me the code word. The code word is mean and ugly. Oh, yes. You even sound that way also. Now, what is it that you want my friend over here to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it that you want us to do? We will do whatever it is that you want us to do as long as you pay us the money. Of course I'll pay you the money. Now here's the plan. I am going to say that documents have been stolen from my office. Do you understand that? I understand that very well, yeah. And I have a question for you. Who supposedly stores these documents? You are going to say that the rabbi stole it and wanted to sell it to you. 
I see. So you want us to testify in the court and you want us to say that we uh, were dealing with the rabbi as a spy, yeah? But then they will want to arrest us. No, so this plan is not going to work because if he sells the plans, they want to arrest not just the rabbi who's selling the plans, but those who are buying the plans, no? Yes. But because you promised to testify, who your contact was, I'm giving you immunity. Oh, I don't catch a cold very quickly. My immune system is very good. Not immune from a cold. Immunity that you won't be prosecuted to go to jail. Oh, yeah, if the money is right, now you're going to pay us in 10,000 francs, yeah? Oh, what are we going to do? You think that we are going to be able to eat 10,000 frankfurters? Not frankfurters, frankfurters. The money in our country is called francs. Don't worry. You listen to me. I have everything under control. Good. We'll be in touch. And so it seemed to be that he made up. He made up with him. That he made actually, I should say. I know what you mean, Rebbe. <laughs> I know what you can do. You can take any story and just turn it into an exciting thing. What a gift that a Kaddish Baruch gave you. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I know what you want to say. You want to tell us that, 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 that his plans was working just the way he planned it. Uh, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, sure. Of course. Yeah. And so what ended up happening was the Duke went over and he started screaming. Oh, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Captain, Captain, come here quickly. I need to see you immediately. <sighs> Were the guards awake during the night? Of course they're awake during the night. I have separate guards in the daytime and separate guards at night. What is the problem? <laughs> What's the problem? Take a look at my office. Oh my goodness, it's ransacked. Wow, what happened here? I don't know. I'm missing documents. Documents about our country. Somebody stole it. Make a search. Search through the town. Search everybody's house. Don't leave no house unturned. You understand? Uh, I, I understand. Uh, I'll just leave the religious houses alone. No! You must check religious houses too. You think they're innocent? Search everywhere! Now what Dominic didn't know was that during the night before he came back home, he planted some documents that were not really very important, but he planted them in the rabbi's home. And the rabbi would never suspect. And so they were coming to check everybody's houses. Excuse me. Just a minute now. What are you doing over there? Hey, you want to clean my laundry? It's okay. You can clean the laundry. What are you doing? You're turning upside down the hamper. Upside down, right side up. Hey, what's going on here? What's happening here? What are you doing? You're messing up my house. What's going on? I'm sorry, we have our orders to search over here. Uh, Captain! I'm sorry, uh, the Duke ordered it. Uh, it seems to me somebody stole some documents. Stand aside, lady, I'll have to do my job. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And they worked their way through every house. And of course, if the Duke said search the rabbi's house right away, everybody would know that it was a setup. But the last house that was looking, well, actually the last house they were going to look into, was the house of the rabbi. And the rabbi, Rabbi Yankel of Utian, was sitting there learning. Ay, 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 ma, 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 ma,
It's a very shred of cash that a tasteless has, but I think I could figure it out. Uh, oh, tasteless is answering. I hear a knock on the door. Is that, oh, oh, oh. I wake up my learning over here for a minute. Uh, snap out of it for a second. Ah, yes, uh, is somebody at my door? Open up the door, Rabbi. You must open up in the name of the law. Sure, I'll open the door. Relax, don't break down the door. I'm going to open it. Yes, uh, come inside. What's the problem? I'm sorry, Rabbi. Stand aside. We have orders to search every single house in this entire city of Utyan. Uh, what what happened over here? Please tell me. Uh, it seems to be that the... Uh, um, um, you go on and search. I'll explain to the Rabbi. Uh, Rabbi, um, I'm sure they won't find anything because, you know, <laughs> as you know, um, the Duke has his moments and uh, somebody came in and broke into his uh, room and stole some documents, he claims. Uh, so he's looking for anything there's a spy around here. But Rabbi, I'm sure <laughs> it's not you. I know you too well. It could never be you. And then all of a sudden, the soldier said, uh, Excuse me, Rabbi, may I ask you a question? What's this up here? What's Mainstay? What's Fakestadotten? Oh, Rabbi! Uh, my friend, and, 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 oh, wait, 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 uh, you don't mind if we take these books down? Wait a second, wait a second, what are you doing? Those are Swarm over there. Treat them with Kedusha, holiness. Hello. And suddenly between the shots, there were these kind of envelopes bent over, and they pulled them out. Sir, I think I found something. Is this anything important, sir? Take a look at it, sir. Can you look at it, sir, sir, sir? Can you look at me, sir, 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 sir? I'd be able to look at it if you stop shoving it right through my nose. Sorry, sir, sir. Just look at it, sir, sir, sir. Let me see it. Hmm. As royal seal, royal documents. Rabbi. How did these get here? It's obviously somebody's trying to frame me. You know me. I would never do a thing like this. I'm very loyal to the country. I know. But, Rabbi, we have no choice. We must arrest you. But I am innocent. I'm sorry, Rabbi. I have no choice. Look at my men around here. Uh, that's right. You gotta arrest him. <laughs> I got the paper. I got the paper. And of course, they arrested the rabbi. And they locked him up, and the people were talking to see. What's the hell? Tommy Shagas, like that? Did you hear such a thing like this? They arrested the rabbi. You hope you hear it. You hope you hear Yeah. You hope you hear it. Oh, but you know that? I don't believe it. It's not Shire. It, 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 <laughs> the whole people they arrested, they should have arrested me. And this way I get a free meal in the jail. You understand what I'm saying? But the rabbi, what is it going to do with the rabbi? He's such an innocent man. They, they, they said they found some documents. They found some documents? Yeah, yeah. They said they found some documents over there. And it's Nishgit. We are all speaking Lotion Horror. That's what's Nishgit. The rabbi would never do such a thing like that. It's obvious that somebody did it. And they claim the documents came from the chief duke. No. Eh? Which duke? Which duke? Tell me. I think it was the duke himself from over here. The, the, the duke. Uh, uh, Edmund Krupski. Oh, he fires me here, Edmund Krupski. Oh, he fires me here. This is Nishgit. He hates us. He hates everybody. I think he hates himself. He hates the mirror because he looks in the mirror. He sees the big pimple on his nose. <gasps> oh, babe, what we gonna do? What is gonna happen?
in here. Uh, what are you that bad gonna do? Boy boy shy. I may be an old man over here. I'm probably the oldest member in the shul, but you know what I think? I think instead of panicking, let's go to the shul and let us daven. Do you know what's coming up? Yeah, the sun is coming up. No, 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 no. Look at your calendar. The sun is coming up on my calendar? No, 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 no. Listen to me. What time of the year is it? I don't know. How should I know? You don't look in your calendar. I'll give you a hint. I know that song somewhere. I made it out of clay. I made it dry already. I used to sing that when I was little. <laughs> That's right, I did all. Now listen here. Hanukkah is coming up. It's a month of miracles. So, did you look at the poster? What poster are you talking about? Yes, what post that? What post that? But which one post that? Why want to be post person? Post person? Post person? Post person? Post person? Yes, the poster that they said they're going to have a trial, and it comes out, it's going to be an air of Hanukkah. So, what do you think? Come, we dub. Hashem going to perform a miracle. We have to have a token. After all, if our rabbi is innocent, there's no reason that this punishment should be. Maybe the rabbi is taken away because we're not good. After all, look at the Lashon Hora. Some of you people were just talking. Some of you people were questioning the possibilities. You know, I don't even want to go into that. I don't even be on the Avak Lashon Hora. I don't want to be a tiny drop of dust of Lashon Hora. You understand? We have to be good. We have to do what we have to do. Let's go Davin. And there's Miss Pallel. And all will sign in ordering. Everything will be all right. And so the people went to the shuls and they Davin. And what ended up happening was... Meantime, Captain Dominic was very bothered. Hmm. This is very strange. I can't believe the rabbi did that. He wouldn't. It's not possible. But I know who would want him dead. The only one that doesn't like him is the duke. Hmm. But the duke knows he can't kill the rabbi just like that. So that's it. He framed the rabbi. Hmm. Better not say that so loud. Well, I hope the judge is going to be very fair. But what the captain didn't know was about the two people were hired from Germany. And so the trial came, and the judge was there. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. It's time to order in the court. Order, order, order. All right, I'll have a salami on the rye bread with a pickle on the side. Not that kind of order. Oh, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean that. All right, but who is going to present the case? Ah, your majesty, your honor, your humbleness, whatever you want to call yourself, judge. I'm going to be the one that represents everything. I am the prosecutor. So listen here. Uh, the state over here, uh, in the name of the duke, uh, brings a bell that the duke's uh, uh, palace uh, was raided. It was uh, robbed. And uh, precious, precious documents that could be used uh, for, uh, to, to, to help another country. In short, spying has been perpetrated. Uh, that means it was done. Okay. Uh, and, and you see, uh, I really don't think so, sir. What uh, all the respect that the rabbi did it. Uh, we have evidence. Really? We do have this evidence. Well, is this evidence that you supposedly have? Uh, well, <laughs> the most important evidence is that um, um, uh, the evidence was found uh, between the, uh, you know, the uh, holy books that he keeps on his shelves. Maybe it was planted over there. Uh, planted? Uh, well, I had a funny feeling you'd say that. Uh, Duke, what do we have in store? What do we have in store? The witnesses!
Uh, oh, oh, we have witnesses. Uh, Otto and Hans, please take the stand. Yeah, and I will take the stand. Yeah, uh, I swear to tell whatever I'm supposed to tell. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, ask your questions. All right. Do you know anybody in this courtroom? Uh, yeah, I know that man with the long white beard and the curly curls on the sides. Curly curls? Oh, those payers, right. Uh, uh-huh. I see. Um, and how do you know him? Oh, well, one day last week, he came to me and he brought me, came all the way to Germany, and he brings over there a document that has plans and things about this country, and he says he could help if I pay. He says he needs this money to help his yeshivas. <laughs> so, uh, we make business deal. He bring documents, and we pay him money, and this helps our government. Uh, see. Okay. And, uh, you remember, you're on sworn testimony here. Oh, uh, I'm on sworn payroll. I mean, uh, testimony. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, of course, yeah, yeah, I'm on your sure, sure, sure. All right, I'd like to call the other witness. Uh, you see your hand, so you must be out Oh, yeah, yeah, I am Otto, yeah, 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 wunderbar, und, und, und whatever my friend said, I say Zobelzat, yeah, and I recognize him, I recognize him, uh, oh, I mean, only him, yeah, sorry, sorry, I recognize him. Well, that was close, he said he almost recognized me. <laughs> Are you sure that rabbi over there? Oh, yeah, I recognize him. We did business with him, yeah. He gave me good beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Promised lots of money. Uh, we promised him he gets us more documents. Once we, we didn't meet this week. I see. And could you tell the court why you're testifying? Oh, why we testify? Because we are getting a lot of, uh, uh, more, I mean, uh, because, uh, uh, because we were going to go to jail. But we said if we tell who our contact is, then they said that, uh, Yeah, yeah, they said that if we tell who our contact is, then they will not send us to jail, and that is why. Uh-huh. Very good. All right. I have to make my decision now. <laughs> okay, the court will have a recess now for ten minutes, and then we'll meet again, and I'll make my decision. Okay, court dismissed, and come back in ten minutes. And the judge gave his clap on the tish on the table. And then, ten minutes later, the court resumed. And people were crying, I'm telling you, the rabbi is guilty. I'm telling you, he's not. But the meanwhile, the judge said, All right, the verdict is in. It seems to me that because of the undeniable evidence that the documents were found by the rabbi... And there are two witnesses that swore that they did business with the rabbi. I have no choice, no matter what I feel personally. I have no voice. I have no choice, that is, not a voice. But I have a voice, but not a choice. I mean, I can't voice my choice. I mean, my choice of my voice is... Sir, you have to say the verdict. All right, I have to say the verdict. As the judge, apparently, based on the evidence that is presented to me, the rabbi is guilty. So here is the judgment. The rabbi's family will be exiled. They will have to immediately go across to Vilkovich. I think that's the way it's pronounced, Vilkovich. They will go to that city over there. They will go to that town. That's where they'll be exiled. And the rabbi shall be executed next week. But the meanwhile, 
He shall stay in jail. Court dismissed. Dominic didn't like that. Hmm. I don't like this. I must stall for time. Hmm. I have an idea. Ah, while he's celebrating over there. <laughs> Victory at last! I'm going to get rid of the rabbi. <laughs> They'll never like him again. <laughs> They'll be forced to like me. <laughs> no matter how mean I am. <laughs> oh, this is great. <laughs> and as they were thinking about this, Dominic snuck out. Hmm. Nobody's looking. I've got an idea. Let me loosen up the bolts here on the wagon wheel. <laughs> Let me just take this off. Let me put some extra grease on here. Let me put the nuts back on, but not so tight. Okay, there we go. <laughs> this will work great. Now let me go visit the rabbi. <laughs> rabbi? I know that you tried your best, Dominic. But what can I do? The evidence is against me. If this is the decree from Hashem... Your God didn't abandon you yet. I'm still going to be his messenger for you. Here, take this piece of paper and just read it carefully and then destroy it. Make sure no one can find it after. I'll be back accordingly. And so the Duke said, <laughs> It's time now to go. Come, let us go. <laughs> Let's go onto my wagon. And they whipped the horses. And the horses began to gallop. And as the wagon began to gallop, the wheel got looser and looser. And the bolts were popping off one by one. And finally, the wagon wheel fell off. And as it fell off, the horses were still dragging. And suddenly, the wagon turned over because it was missing one wheel. Is everybody all right over there? Unfortunately, the wagon driver, he was killed instantly. But the Duke, he seemed to have a lot of padding around him. He survived. Hmm, what's going on here? How dare this? What happened over here? How did this wheel fall off? I don't know, sir. Hmm, couldn't be me. I was inside the courtroom with you. Um, um, well, uh, hmm, I don't know. Uh, you do have enemies, you know, but I can't be every place. Hmm, well... Flag down another wagon. Meanwhile, as they were waiting for another wagon, he put the sergeant in charge. You wait right here and be with him. And if uh, another horse and wagon comes by, flag it down. And that's what they planned to do. And this, by now, was the evening of the first night of Hanukkah of that particular year in the 1500s. But will they celebrate Hanukkah with their rav or not? That remains to be seen. Are you going to make this like one of those stories continue next week? No, no, we'll finish it right now. And what ended up happening was, suddenly, a horse with a rider came galloping as fast as he could. <laughs> and his face was masked, and a voice suddenly said, Duke, don't know how to tell you this, but the rabbi, 
He escaped from jail. Do you know where he's going? Rumor has it. He wants to cross the border. You exile his to Vilkovich, and he wants to go there too, because once he's across the border, he'll be safe from you, because that'll be under the ruling of another duke. So if you want to stop him, I would advise you to head to the bridge now. Follow me. We'll all go to the bridge. And so this horseman, who was dressed in royal soldiers' uniforms, they all began gathering, and the captain said, Follow him! Let's go! And they commandeered another wagon, and the wagon was bouncing up and down, and wasn't this comfortable, and the duke was bouncing up and down. Oh, don't, don't you have your mind? We're going to have some padding here. Better spring. Oh, my back. Give me a better ride. But we must stop that rabbi. Let's get to the bridge before the rabbi does. Quick, take the shortcut. Go that way. Go, hurry, hurry. And the wagon was bouncing as fast as it could. And the horses were galloping. And finally they got to the bridge. And as they got to that bridge, they stopped. And the messenger said, Sir, why don't you go to the middle of the bridge and block the bridge? Here, follow me. I will lead you. Yeah, you hear that? Hey, Captain, follow behind the wagon. All right, let's go. All right, follow that leader. <laughs> That's a loyal soldier. See, he told me the rabbi escaped, and he told me where he is. <laughs> All right, we'll stop the wagon right here in the middle. All right, hold it. Hold it right there, wagon driver. Stop the horses right here. Uh, wagon driver, where do you think you're going? Well, sir, there's no reason for me to stay on top of the wagon now, because I have to go now, because you're going to be waiting here by yourself. Have a good day. What are you talking about? I am the Duke. I give the orders here. And, 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 Captain, where are you? Well, you're blocking the pathway real good. The rabbi will never get back here. He'll never be able to get through to cross the bridge. And the only way to get to the border is crossing this bridge. So if the rabbi didn't come, <laughs> you're safe. You'll be able to stop him. M meantime, what are you looking at? Eh? Oh, the messenger. Hey, what are you doing? Messenger, what are you doing? Uh, excuse me, pardon me, but I think I have to tell you who I am. I can take off the scarf off my face. What? You're the rabbi. You're Rabbi Yaakov. Yaakov of Wutyan. How, how dare you be in disguise? How dare you accuse somebody who works for a Kodesh Borchu for something that is not true? You see, you can be as vicious. Vicious? What's that? As bad and mean as you want. But there's a Kodesh Baruch in the world, and he does real justice, and he watches over his tzaddikim. He watches over them very carefully. And now, I bid you farewell. That's the rabbi! Go get him! But of course, no horses could fit between, because the wagon was blocking that thin bridge. And the rabbi continued across, and he entered the border, all the way across, into Vilkavish. And the rabbi remained free. But the duke... He was furious. How dare he get away? How dare he? But of course, the Duke didn't realize he wasn't in his own wagon. He was in a borrowed wagon. To lean over to the window. Captain, you get over there. Send men. Pull him back before, before they realize that he crossed the border. Because we can't do anything once he's across the border. Stop him. Stop him. Stop him. And he was so excited that he realized. He didn't realize, I say. He did not realize. He did or he didn't? He didn't realize. Oh, he did or he didn't? 
He did not real. Oh, he did not real. Right. He didn't realize that he was falling out the window the more he was leaning. Stop him, I said. Stop. Whoa, 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 whoa. I can't. Whoa, I'm losing my balance. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. And the Duke fell out of the wagon, landed right into the river down below the bridge. But the river was moving. The waters were moving. And the Duke's body went together with it. Was the Duke alive? Was he dead? Nobody knew. Was he washed away? Did he drown? Was he washed to another land or another country? Nobody ever knew. But one thing everybody did know. The Duke, Duke Edmund Krupski, was no longer there. No longer to make any trouble. And of course it meant that the rabbi and his family could return a lot sooner on that same day. And the Jewish people of Utyan on that year, they celebrate a very special first night of Hanukkah. They just didn't have a Hanukkah miracle to remember what happened in the times of the base of Mignosh. They had a special Hanukkah mir miracle to remember in commemoration of Rabbi Yaakov of Utyan. Wow! That was fantastic! Rabbi Erbs, are you sure you never read this story before? You never saw it before? <laughs> well, if I read it, probably it was a long time ago, but... The highway will tell us such a great job. I really showed you the paper. I just took the paper right in front of you, and it went like this, and how are you able to do such a great job? <laughs> well, you see, Hashem gives a person a bracha. You have to use it well, but I gotta be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I may not have read this uh, in a long, long time, but I can tell you that I once heard it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, in the back of my mind, I'm not sure, but I think a couple years back, I may have even said this story once before. Well, whatever it is, you did a great job. Okay. Uh, um, okay, so, uh, uh, you know, uh, I, 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 I gotta say goodbye, right? Sure do. A, a, a quick Reminder, you don't mind. Oh, uh, remind about what? What about what? Uh, uh, anybody or everybody out there that wants to hire Rabbi Yitzhak for Hanukkah season, whatever it is, you know, don't wait till the last minute because he's already booked for a lot of jobs. Uh, I mean, you know, like a lot of dates, you know, so don't wait for the last minute. <laughs> Squeeze it in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever it is. Alta's Minishmine. So it's time now. To say, Agitin Chodesh, everybody, because, you know... Uh, uh, right, because it's Rosh Chodesh, tomorrow, actually tonight, tomorrow, Rosh Chodesh, and, uh, and Thursday and Friday, wow, fantastic, okay, it's Gavaldic, so, um, uh, uh, everybody have a wonderful Chodesh, a great Shabbos, and a wonderful weekend, and... Say goodbye!